Welcome to RNGG, a randomly generated game design podcast. I'm Cassidy, and my pronouns are she and they. I'm Crash, my pronouns are they, them. Welcome to the show, everybody. Welcome, I've welcome. got energy this week. Yeah, this is going to be like night and day from last episode, because I've had caffeine, you're feeling good, like... <laughs> Yeah, I recovered. I made a full recovery from a bad yesterday. Yeah. Which is what happened last week, too. Um, but I just didn't make the full recovery that day. Yeah. Yeah. It happens. I'm, I'm glad you are feeling better, though. Thank you. I was taking a sip of my drink. You're good. All right. Um, oh, yeah. Rusty's Real Deal Baseball. I'm not going to be referencing that at all. Uh, sorry, everyone at home. I do have a Wikipedia page open up with a list of minigame compilations because this week we are doing a minigame compilation or minigame collection in a flying city as the uh, the thing for the videos game. Yeah. Do we want to save any about the, the uh, uh, you know, the regular stuff that we've been doing of just talking about other stuff Mm -hmm. to the end of the show okay sounds good to me you had a question oh i was just gonna ask if we were gonna do that but you answered it all right uh i have a question for you okay you said something about bonus objectives before the start of the show i do you have one i want to do a spin-off I want to. Okay. I want to do a mini game question for a franchise that doesn't currently have one. Now, it'll it'll be interesting to see if we can make it fit with the flying city aesthetic. Because like, mm-hmm. I don't know of a lot of franchises that have that, but I feel like some franchises franchises have the potential to have them. So, oh yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Just I thought I'd add that for this week. Hmm. Do I want to add one? No, I don't think I do. Yeah, I, I feel like bonus objectives work better when we, like, think about them, like, a good bit ahead of time and be like, I think this could work instead of just doing them just to do them. Yeah. Okay. Um, I got my 45-minute timer set, and we are going to go. All right. So... Thinking about hit, hit me with your best shot. Yeah, thinking about franchises that don't have a spinoff but should, or like have a spinoff that is a mini game collection but don't. I think. I mean, I'm thinking of like all, all like you know some of the games that like we or franchises we go back to a good bit. Like you know, there should be a Sonic mini game collection, right? Uh, there was. It's called Sonic Shuffle for the Sega Dreamcast. Oh, okay. And it's a Mario Party game that I have no idea how you would try to emulate. Because the way you move is you have playing cards, and you can move the number of cards. But they show you the cards on your VMU. Huh. And that's the part that would be hard. Yeah. I mean... Because then also, like, any way to emulate that without using, like, net play would make that... uh you know you can no longer keep your cards a secret from the others Mm. that kind of thing um i'm also thinking of like like um it's been a long time since we've had like a pokemon minigame collection because like i would say that like pokemon stadium one and two like yeah they have like their whole battle mode but they also have you know that wonderful minigame collection in them too Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm thinking about Pokemon, thinking about Digimon, because I'm thinking about Pokemon, and then also, you know, 
Of course, I've got to, you know, mention like they should do a poke or they should do a Final Fantasy minigame collection. <laughs> you know, when you brought up making it a spinoff and the fact that it's a flying city, the first or even when it was just flying city, I, I couldn't help but think uh, about Sky Pirates, uh-huh. uh, which makes me think of Final Fantasy 12. Yeah. Yeah. What if we just did Ivalice the minigame collection? <laughs> Yeah, Final Fantasy minigame collection could be good. Uh-huh. And then we could make, like, an Ivalice version of the, the Golden Saucer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Which I I understand to be a, some sort of floating thing. Yeah, yeah. In, like, Final Fantasy VII, it's like a, it's like a structure that's, like, built up into the sky above a desert. And then they just kind of, mm-hmm. like, copy-pasted that for fourteen. But okay. it, it would be very easy to take the golden saucer concept and just like add propellers to it and make it a floating structure yeah um but yeah you know there's already source all sorts of flying aircraft and uh in Ivalice, mm-hmm. so yeah but that that's kind of where my head fit right in yeah but that's where my head's at like you know i fi- i figured like we haven't done like a tie-in with you know the beloved franchises that like between the two of us we we really like um, so I figured, like, I don't know, it could be fun to do. <laughs> well, we did Pokemon Fables. That's right. So maybe not Pokemon, but yeah, I, I am feeling the Final Fantasy vibe. Okay. I know often we'll bring up Final Fantasy and I'll sort of like shoo it down a little bit, or we'll take inspiration uh, from the series, but we don't necessarily directly reference it. But you know what? I'll make a Final Fantasy twelve spinoff. Hell yeah! Specifically, Final Fantasy twelve. I mean, yeah, I think um. Final Fantasy 12 too. This time it's mini games. <laughs> but see, like, okay, so I feel like that could actually make like playing as Vaughn bearable because then he's just like a fun kid in a like a theme park. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd still be playing as Pinello instead. But uh-huh. yeah, yeah, like, but he's there, you know. <laughs> and he, you know, he's there. Yeah, and it's not. He's ostensibly the main character. <laughs> Gosh, now I'm just thinking of like Bosch doing like the monster dunk mini game and just playing fucking basketball. <laughs> Hell yeah! Okay, so let me um let me throw some mini game compilations that exist at you, mm-hmm. uh, and you can uh, just sort of you know take that as you will. Yeah, and we can figure out where we're going from there. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got WarioWare, obviously. obviously. WarioWare is uh-huh. there's We Fit, which is a little bit different, but you know, mostly mm-hmm. they're on that kind of vibe. Yeah. Got I mentioned at the top of the show, Rusty's Real Deal Baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nintendo Land, mm-hmm. which might be really good for this. Mm-hmm. Um, Connect to Disneyland Adventures, which you've watched me play. Yes, I streamed that mm-hmm. a bit. Um, which also would be pretty good here. Yeah. Um, got. The Game Boy Camera. (laughs) Uh, And this is the one that, uh, before we started recording, I was like, oh, I guess that is one of those. Mm -hmm. Fall Guys. Yeah! Fall Guys is technically a minigame compilation. (laughs) (laughs) Just have, like, a, a fucking platformer mode, but it's, like, you're playing as, like, either... Characters from Final Fantasy twelve are just like generic, like like a Moogle, but like an Ivalice, like an Ivalice Moogle. 
and just like doing like the fall guys like movements is very silly to me god that's good uh, but yeah so is there one of those that we want to take our inspiration from so i definitely like the like disney connect kind of feeling of like running around a sp- like a theme park space and then like kind of going to an attraction yes i also love that because i love theme parks mm-hmm. i'm i am a, one of those fools that loves a theme park and i have been cr- like People shouldn't be going to theme parks. Yes. 100% mm. dead stop. However, th- I recognize that there are some people who, uh, in many ways, make a living out- off of like covering news and information about that stuff. Mm. And so those people, I'm like, all right, I will support you. I am watching your videos. You are staying safe from what I can see. You're describing your process. Mm-hmm. I understand. Okay. Yeah. And just seeing... it, It's it's i enjoy uh just ingesting that content yeah. oh the other thing i didn't say that was a minigame collection that i th- should have said is kirby superstar yeah yeah <laughs> sorry i just suddenly uh stopped talking about one thing in the middle of talking wait is the the super scope like collection for the snes a minigame collection too um may- maybe i'm not seeing do you ever play do you ever play with the super scope no the super <sighs> nintendo was just like barely part of my time god it's it's wild i think that's like a a thing that i want to because i, I want to get a, a super a, like a good like working super nintendo with a flash cart um but i also just want like a real like super scope because that thing was wild and i didn't understand it when i was a kid but it was something we had weirdly enough Mm -hmm. i uh i've had like a handful of um my brain just sort of stopped working uh i had a handful of super nintendo games that Mm -hmm. i played as a kid but um not not very many yeah um i played like top gear which is arguably my favorite snes game Mm -hmm. i had uh the jurassic park snes game that was very hard for me as a child so i did not get very far and the parts there i could progress were too scary (laughs) yeah a lot of a lot of the super nintendo for me was like being player two for my one of my older siblings and then like trying to play some of the games by myself but like just being dog shit at them because they were like you know things like Mega Man X which are like punishing and not easy when especially when you're like young <laughs> mm-hmm. I had more SNES games than that I could not tell you any of the other ones those are the only two that I have memories of mm-hmm. because then after that it's like all right well I played like Dr. Mario 64 with my mom a few times mm-hmm. and stuff like that yeah um but yeah so thinking about like the the minigame collection like things uh like games we want to minigames we want to like reference or bring in like i want to i want to think about like things that are already like gold saucer attractions that we might want to bring in Mm -hmm. so like i i definitely like the idea of like keeping like the smaller games like you know monster toss the the basketball game and like the moogle crane game things like that like i think that would be kind of cute to do like like a a, mm-hmm. a little like ivalis spin on those classics i think it would also be fun to have 
some references to like some of the the gates that are in Final Fantasy fourteen. So like, mm, mm-hmm. so like you know, you could do cliffhanger or you know something like that. <laughs> yeah, there's probably like you know you could make like a more extended version of Air Force One. Yeah, yeah, because like that Air Force One is essentially a mini game that is in Final Fantasy VII, and it is a longer mini game too. Yeah, um, and like when we played the the Disney mini game collection, there was a, few, a lot of them that were just like on rails semi shooters. Yeah, and especially if you're doing a flying city theme and like you know final fantasy 12 already has like a good bit of like sky pirate theming rail shooters in the air is like wonderful terrific great yeah it'd just be like a Star Fox mini game yeah which like wonderful yeah so i think there'd probably be like two to three different like cart shoot like a rail shooters that you could do that like could be themed after like different locales in like the final fantasy 12 evilies like yeah, it'd be like the same ride, but you can go on it multiple times because mm. there's different levels of it. Yeah. I imagine like the ship is kind of like maybe it's like a big motorcycle type thing that mm. fly. Yeah, I think that's um Balthier and f- this is this episode is going to be completely impenetrable for people like cuz we're not stopping to talk about like who these characters are, but I'm fine with that. <laughs> okay, um I have the main cast of characters here so I can just run it down real quick. Okay, yeah. So we've got Vaughn uh, according to the Final Fantasy Wiki, he's a street urchin and an orphan who lives in the streets of Rabanostra with his friend Pinello. He dreams of becoming a sky pirate in command of an airship and to travel the world. He's kind of the point of view character. He doesn't have anything to do with the actual plot, but he's involved in the whole plot. Some people really don't like him. I think he's well, like, he's fine enough, but some people really dislike him. He, he's fine enough. He's uh, the least likable of the cast. Yeah, yeah. Cause... I think even the people who like Vaughn can agree to that. Yeah, oh yeah. The 12 has way stronger characters other than Vaughn. Even side characters and guests are have more personality than him and are more likable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Vaughn wears, like, the world's shittiest Aladdin vest. <laughs> okay, I really like his outfit for Revenant Wings in all of the sequels, though. Because he gets, like, a nice, like, pop, like, a nice white shirt under his vest. Yeah. But, like, in Final Fantasy XII, uh, regular flavor, he's got, like, an Aladdin vest that's just really Final Fantasy'd up. And mm. the world's shittiest abs. Yeah, on the PS2, like, it literally looks like he's spray-painted, like, muscles on he's like he's got like a template in his back pocket and just gotta <laughs> paints them on <laughs> uh we've got Pinello, who apparently ha- who looking at it does have the longest description of all of the characters here okay so the the wiki writers are a Pinello defender which i appreciate because i also really like yeah Pinello is Vaughn's closest friend, an orphan who lost her family during a war between Dalmasca and Arcadia. She dreams of being a dancer and learned martial arts from her late elder brothers who were soldiers during the war. She joins the party along with Vaughn to help prevent another war. Mm-hmm. She gets dandled at one point in the plot, but then after that, it's like, uh, I'm gonna kick ass and you cannot, like, you can't bench me anymore. I am here to destroy things. Okay, so Balthier, the thing is they first, they immediately reference Balthier's real name, which I have not gotten to in the game. Oh I no. I barely can tell how to pronounce. Yeah, just call him Balthier, don't don't worry about just, He's Balthier. Yeah. Uh, he's a sky pirate on the run from his past. He refers to himself as the leading man. He is a Han Solo. Um, I guess of, of importance, because the reason why I'm, we're getting on this tangent is when him and Fran first show up, he's on a flying motorcycle. They're on a flying motorcycle. 
Mm-hmm. So we could just do that for the cart shooter. Uh, or- friend is Balthier's friend and partner, and Oviera, which is the the tall bunny ladies from Final Fantasy. They never wear hats. They cannot wear hats. <laughs> they can wear like little head pieces, <laughs> which is what Fran has. Uh, That's a Final Fantasy fourteen joke for the audience. Like Balthier, she's trying to shake off the past. She rarely speaks, but usually has words of wisdom to offer. She has an Icelandic accent, which I think is an interesting choice for the Viera. Like, um, that's what it's supposed to be. Like, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Bosch von Rosenberg. <sighs> He's so handsome. Is a, dis- is a disgraced knight who wants to protect his surrogate homeland of Dalmasca. They're leaving out the part where uh, he was imprisoned for life for the uh, the alleged murder of the king. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's like some evil twin business going on there. Um is my evil twin brother. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, my twin did it. It wasn't me. What? Fine, whatever. He, uh, he's There's a hot. part in the game where you're <laughs> playing as Vaughn and you run around the city yelling, I'm Bosch Vaughn Rosenberg. <laughs> it's it's a very memeable section of the game. And can drag on for a long time if you're not good at the minigame, too. I yeah. The first time I played it, I didn't realize you can go into the shops and do that. And the shops have, like, a lot of clustered oh, NPCs. I also didn't know you could do that. Yeah, they, they, and the shops are just, like, nothing but huddled NPCs together. So you only have to do, like, you know, like, maybe three sections of a street and two shops and you're done. Okay, yeah, see, I, um... I didn't have any problems with it when I did it on the PS2, but this last time it went a little long. Mm-hmm. Um, next up we have Ashelia something Dalmasca. Um, she's the princess of Dalmasca. She's the real main character. Like, she's the, the person that is the most important to the plot. Elm, your Mm -hmm. team. Like, she's, like, literally everything, like, everything that she's doing is, like, affecting the story. And you're just kind of a street rat on the sidelines being like, you're hot. And she's like, I'm not available. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. She's just trying to rebuild Dalmasca, which mm. is under attack of my stuff. I love her. Like, I love her design. I, like, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm a sucker for, like, tragic, strong women stories. I think her uh, skirt, if you could call it that, is a little too small. Mm-hmm. And, um is held together by the belt it's attached to. Hey, but it's functional belts for once instead of decorative belts. <laughs> it's a functional belt because if the belt's not there, the skirt is just one long strip of fabric. <laughs> Look, a lot of a lot of articles of clothes are just one long strip of fabric. Yeah, but like normally a skirt is a loop of fabric, not a strip. <laughs> And and that's the main cast. There's a couple of like yeah. you know uh, reoccurring guest characters, some betrayals, you know, all sorts of all sorts of good stuff. It's it's a very um like it's got a really good cast and like a very like epic kind of larger than life political story. Mm-hmm. Twelve. It's, uh, it's it's if you're going to describe a uh, a Final Fantasy game as being a Star War. It's uh, it's up there, just like, just yeah. visually and like that kind of touchstone. Two, um, two, six, and twelve. I feel like are like the most Star Wars respected of them all. 
Um, and like 12 in particular feels very in line with the prequels, if you care about those, mm-hmm. um, like I do. Yeah. It's visually very similar, I feel like, to like a lot of the Naboo scenes and things like that. I would also like be very interested in if somebody did like a character study comparing like Padme Amidala to Ash. Like, I think that mm. could be really interesting. Uh, also, there's stuff called Nethesite. It's crystals. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of crystal business because it's a Final Fantasy, but I like how they like try to cloak it in fancy names. I think. I think that uh, so as far as like either playable characters or cameos for okay. So getting back to the mini game collection, I think you can definitely play as like Pinello or Vaughn for sure. Mm-hmm. But I think like I think you have the option to like also maybe like run around as an Ivalis Moogle because they're like like little dudes. I love Ivalis Moogles so much. They're ugh, so cute, wonderful designs. They're just like little creatures, but they're not like animals. They're like people. I love it. Yeah, it's the the mo- if you've played a Final Fantasy Tactics, those games take place in Ivalis. Mm-hmm. Well, post PlayStation Tactics. Okay, because the Tactics Advance. Yeah, because the um. Original Flavor Tactics is a lot more like Vagrant Story, and the upcoming Final Fantasy sixteen, it's a lot more just like sad mm. and scary and just people. There's no like there's and like monsters, of course, but there's no like, you know, fun Viera Moogles, things like that. Um But yeah, I think I think this is all just like the Final Fantasy twelve tactics advance kind of take on Ivalis for sure. Mm-hmm. I want there to be a mini game that is like, uh, like a toppling tower of um, cactuar statues. Ooh, okay. Because uh, cactuars don't look like traditional cactuars in FF12. That's why it has to be the statues. Mm. Um, yeah. And like, if they're like sort of like linked up like a barrel of monkeys, but each one of them has like platforms that are like attached to them, mm. and like, because it's swinging, the platforms don't always line up. Yeah. And it's just like a, a get to the top of the tower kind of mini game. Hmm. Yeah, that could be, like, um, under the umbrella of, like, cliffhanger styles of games. Mm-hmm. I imagine that being kind of, like, a 2D-looking segment. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely think there is... So here's something I liked about Final Fantasy VII's um, Gold Saucer that they haven't implemented into fourteen is there's, like, the battle square we can where you can, like, do fights. But they have, like, fun, uh, like, parameters and gimmicks. Like, you'll, like, it'll, you'll roll a, like, a slot machine, and then it'll be, like, you can't use consumable items, or you have, you have, like, the toad status or something like that. So I think it'd be fun if, like, if you, if you're playing the minigame collection Final Fantasy XII 2 on the same console, as like you have a save file from Final Fantasy XII, like original flavor, you could like mm-hmm. bring in your save file and do like some Battle Square stuff. I guess this is technically Final Fantasy XII three because I think Revenant Wings counts as Final Fantasy XII two. Yeah, I guess probably. <laughs> I mean, it, it depends. You consider Final Fantasy four after years to be Final Fantasy four too. I I would yeah. Weirdly enough. But it's like, I think it's a lot more elegant to call it, like, after years. Okay. (laughs) 
Um, um I, I so I want there to be like smaller carnival game stuff. Mm-hmm. Um and for those you can play as the other characters. Like I imagine there's like a shooting range gallery type thing where you play as Balthier. Mm-hmm. Like it's just you play as like as your character, you run up to Balthier, he's at the thing, he's like, Not now, I'm busy. Right. And play yeah, and then like the camera shifts into his POV and then like <laughs> And it looks like the uh, the shooting. Like, it's like when you're uh, doing the behind the back aiming of Resident Evil Four. Yeah, yeah, and like I'm also kind of picturing like the shooting games in like Ocarina of Time, Legend of Zelda, where like you know you've got like the moving target. Some of them are worth more than others. I imagine it being a little bit more like visually interesting of a thing, kind of like um, when I played that Universal Studios mini game collection. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was that Wild West shootout thing that was questionable, but like, th- you know, there's shooting ranges that are like, here is a diorama of like the Old West or something. Yeah, like, things yeah. Things pop in and out. Mm. Something like that, I think, would be uh, more in line with FF12's aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be like, you know, what's like a good like critter in FF12 just like just pop uh wolf (laughs) well yeah there's just so many wolves there's so many flavors of wolf in that game blue glowing wolf wolf with a funny top hat wolf that's like a patchwork of like a zillion different furs that's like one of the first like second hunts you do i actually or just a or just a tyrannosaurus (laughs) you just put a tyrannosaurus in here yeah yeah i think that's the um uh, like the last target that pops up in the like in the loop is like the Tyrannosaurus comes up and it takes like a couple of pellets to take down. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it hmm. should it just be like a shooting range or should it be like one of those moving shooting ranges like the like Jurassic Park uh, arcade games tend to be? Well, I think we could probably have because then like because then you could have um, a Fran be part of it too. Oh, true. Yeah, it will... and that way if you're playing two player, yeah, one could play Fran with a bow, and the other one plays as Balthier with a gun. And then if you're playing single player, then it's just like Fran is driving. Mm-hmm. No, I I really like that. Yeah, that has like a more of like a moving. Well, because like we've got like because then you can do the thing of the Tyrannosaurus shows up and starts chasing the vehicle, you know, mm-hmm. just like a Jurassic Park, just like a Jurassic Park. <laughs> I think, um, the, uh, the carnival attraction that's, like, you hit the target with a mallet, I think that's definitely where, like, Bosch is. See, I was thinking of, uh, Bosch as being, um, doing something along the lines, like, thematically similar to the slices, right? Oh, okay. Because, you know, like, he's, like, the big soldier guy. Yeah. Um, so having him do something that is like, I think it would probably be more of like a, yeah, you're doing a bunch of dodging, like trying to like stay out of certain zones, mm-hmm. uh, possibly having to do like some light platforming. Yeah. Um, and then like, there'll be like an opening and then Bosch has to like get to a point and then do like a QTE sequence mm-hmm. to to damage a boss or yeah, something. I don't know if Yojimbo is in 12. I don't think he is, but we could... Op- it we, doesn't have to... It's well, we just got to be something simpler, you know? Yeah, we could just substitute him for um, Gilgamesh, because Gilgamesh is in 12. 
And he's a interdimensional being that has a zillion different weapons. So like that could be like a fun thing of like, you know, pay attention to what weapon Gilgamesh has in his hands currently, because like that kind of it, it changes the uh, the hitbox cycles. Yeah. So like the spear uh, is like a frontal attack, but like the katana is like a cone slice or things like that. You know, and like outside is like just outside of that area is just like a big old sign that says, Come one, come all, come face the mighty Gilgamesh. Uh huh. Yeah, it's just called like Gilgamesh standoff or something like that. Or, or like the duel. Things like that, yeah. <laughs> uh fishing minigame. Fishing minigame is um Okay. It's just fishing. You you play as your character for that. Mm-hmm. What's Ash do? What's Ash's thing? Does Ash like a crane game? I want to do something like... How can we plus up a crane game? I don't know, because I'm not a... I'm just generally not a huge fan of crane games. Mm-hmm. Even, even like, the video game versions of them. Just kind of like... That's not something I'm I care. Pull up the page for Connect Disneyland Adventures. Okay. Um, let's see. It's not telling me what the um what the different mini games are. I mean, most of them are just like flying through a zone and dodging obstacles. Mm. Um. Is. I feel like Ashes should be something more puzzly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like, like as much as I really like, like when they when a character has like a kind of very serious arc, and then after that's done, they get to like cut loose and have fun. But I don't really see that for Ash. I feel like she's still like even when things aren't super like involved for her. I think she's still gonna be like. A little bit oh, reserved. Okay. Here, we, here we go. Ash has like some sort of um, like around the park kind of like how to describe this. She's got the scavenger hunt. Yeah, it's like a scavenger hunt. Um, there are like in Disney World, for example, in mm. real life Disney World, uh, there are two things that I could compare this to. One is there is this like Pirates of the Caribbean mini game thing that you can do. By like going around that area of the park mm-hmm. and like talking to people and then doing like a little like scavenger hunt style things to get a fast pass for the ride. Mm. Um, and there is oh god, what is it called? I have a card from it around here somewhere. All this good good audio of me rummaging through my desk <laughs> for um, a trading card. <laughs> uh, the Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom, mm. which is an AR card game. <laughs> Mm. where you go to different parts of the uh the park and you like scan your uh park ticket and a uh a screen will turn on in like a place that just makes it look like a portal to another world just like somewhere built into the um the decoration of the park so you don't wouldn't really immediately see it mm-hmm. um and then you fight like a disney villain by holding up the cards that do different uh da- da- attack damages and stuff mm. um but, you know, it's like something to get you to go around the park and try to interact with the, the stuff around it. Mm-hmm. So, like, having uh, Ash be like, the like, okay, it says here that it should be, like, this thing. Hmm, I wonder where I would find something like that. Right, and she's got, you know, some sort of, like, orocyte, nethocyte, that, like, it's like a, a very, like, 
cheap manufactured like thing that they hand out to do this attraction and like you're just like holding up a crystal to certain parts of the the park and like trying to get like a reaction out of it Mm -hmm. if you're in the right spot you know etc yeah Uh, i imagine this looks very like i i feel like this would be like very like how to describe this um what is like the correct way to describe this um sort of like a like a street market i feel like the entire uh this entire city has like that kind of like street market vibe yeah like like the the trade districts of Rabanaster have like very like huddled marketplace kind of vibes mm-hmm. uh and like they're, they're probably like separated into like color themed districts mm-hmm. um so that way you can like tell which part of the the city you're in yeah everything is uh, is like a square even though like sometimes the areas are round but like it's it's the theme and we don't question it <laughs> uh, i think there should be some sort of water ride where yvonne slash pinello are on like uh trying to maneuver their log flume left and right to avoid obstacles mm-hmm. that that would be an easy one to do along this line oh yeah it's... um okay <laughs> I do want to say one thing story-wise. Okay. I want to pitch an idea to you. Mm-hmm. Nethocyte. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it's a crystal. Yep, crystals crystals are here. It's crystals are always crystals, here. Crystals with big power. Big power crystal. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, the gang of FF12 need it for something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. But, like, they hear about this city that is, like, a great source of Nethocyte, this flying, traveling city. Mm-hmm. And so they go there, and it's a theme park. And they, in order to get the Nethocyte, they have to complete all these minigames. Well, it could be something like, um, like, you know, you, I guess, spoilers for the ending of Final Fantasy XII, you beat Arcadia, and, like, you win Ravenaster's Freedom. Um, I don't know what final like Revenant Wings like plot is because it's like it's dealing with like uh like people and places that like you don't even remotely go close to in Final Fantasy twelve. So like there's more to this planet than just the region that um Final Fantasy twelve proper takes place in. Mm-hmm. So it could be a thing of like you know. I was gonna say something, and I was like, "No, that that feels a little too Iraq War for my taste." Because uh, I, I guess I was gonna say something along the lines of like, "It's a source of power that like Rabinaster wants to claim, so it stays out of the hands of like other people." But I'm like, I don't know if I like that. I'm, I don't. No. I don't like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I was just saying the Nithside thing because I know like. At least in the part of the game that I'm at, there was like a moment where like the the piece of Nethocyte they had got taken, and they need it to you know mm-hmm. help them uh, because it's a good source of magic and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Or uh, maybe okay, what's the name of um, Balthier's ship? Is it the Stall? It's like those I, run on um, not the, they have like sky stones and then also like other stuff. I imagine Stroll. Sorry, S T. R A H L. Yeah, may- yeah, maybe it's just a matter of like they need Nethocyte to keep Ravenaster running smoothly. You know, yeah, it's it's a uh... and it's like uh, Ash is going there. You know, for uh, 
as like uh an envoy mm. to like do negotiations and they get there and it's like oh this is just a theme park <laughs> yeah yeah oh this is the theme park and in order to get the thing that we want we have to do mini games and have fun <laughs> oh man and of oh, course geez. and of course ash is like fine and ever like most of the rest of the cast is like hell yeah let's go also what a great looking airship Lots of good just ship designs. Mm. I do love that uh, both of your ships just got like two very obvious guns in the front. Mm -hmm. I also like that like they don't use the traditional summons in that game because they're all um, Eidolons that are more or less references to villains and monsters in Final Fantasy Tactics proper. But then like you'll have ships named after like ifrit and shiva and stuff like that and i really like that that like even if like you don't actually sh summon shiva if at ramu they still exist in the universe as like airship names mm -hmm. that's like that's good shit to me um, Are there any other mini game ideas you got uh, uh not um not mini games but prizes like mm -hmm. i want there to be fun like touristy things that you could do to the cast of final fantasy 12 <laughs> like you're saying you want to give bosh a, a hawaiian shirt i want to give bosh a hawaiian shirt i want to give you know i want to give vaughn some sort of branded shirt so he ha but he wears his vest over it you know <laughs> what's the mascot what's the mascot of this um you know those little the little like bunnies in like giza plains and stuff like that they're like you know just like little like fluff balls with like long feather ears um on. yeah just look up ff12 yeah, giza rabbit yeah ff12 like happy rabbit I I don't know. I just I think that could be like a fun like mascot because it's like it's a very um twelve only creature, mm -hmm. or it this design originates in twelve when it gets referenced in other games. Uh, While docile, a geezer rabbit may cast cure on any character or other monster nearby if significantly hurt. <laughs> Aww. Yeah, I just like think like a, a cute like chibi-fied version could just be a fun like mascot for this. It's like you know Final Fantasy XIV's is very like cactar themed, and Final mm -hmm. Fantasy VII's I think is more or less Moogle themed because like the From what I know, yeah, the entrance is like a giant Moogle mouth and stuff like that. Every every square in the seven one has its own feel. But I feel like if I had to pick something, it would probably be either like Chocobo or Moogle. Oh, there's probably a card game, mini game stuff. You could probably play card games. Oh yeah, I think it, it's probably less involved than like Tetra Master or Triple Triad. But like it could no, it's like it's just like fucking. Uh, it's like the card games that are um, from the DS Mario games, where the one where Luigi is the. Uh, the dealer at the casino. Mm. Yeah, no, it's it's a very simple, simple, not involved game. <laughs> Picture poker. Mm. Stuff like that. Um. Okay, but yeah, so Vaughn would have like a, a t-shirt with like the, the mascot on it. I think Pinello gets a camera. 
Mm-hmm. Right. I think they both get cameras just because you can play as either one of them, and they do like the the prompto thing of just taking pictures every now and then. Mm. Is that a boomerang? It's like a engineer's like caliper. Okay. Or something. I thought it was like a lightning bolt shaped boomerang. Because <laughs> I think that's the, the airship Moogle friend. Um, Ash definitely gets like a funny hat. Yeah, I was going to say one of them gets like a big funny hat. But she's grumpy about it. It can't, it can't be Fran. Fran's not allowed to wear a hat. Not allowed to wear a hat. <laughs> Maybe, like, uh, Fran gets, like, a funny, like, fanny packer backpack. Or purse. Fran could get a visor. Fran could get a visor. Visors, I feel like, are in the family of circlets, which are allowed from Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> <laughs> they should put more final... They should put visors in Final Fantasy XIV. God. That would be really good. Because <laughs> then it would go well with the, uh, the apron that you can get for crafting, and you could really look like a Starbucks employee. <laughs> I mean, we have baseball caps. It's it's forbidden for Vera to wear them, but we do have baseball caps now. Yeah, just, you know, slap some visors in there. <laughs> or maybe it's a visor only when Hrothgar and Vera wear it so it can accommodate their ears. Yeah, we, you know, someday. <laughs> oh, um, I don't know how, I don't know why, I don't know, um... What they would do, but I want a cameo to Rom's uh, Final Fantasy Tactics original in this floating city. I think it'd just be fun if there's just like a kid and his sister that look like Ramza and Alma, and they're just kind of like sitting around having fun. And like, oh yeah, they could like I imagine there are like other like fun little side quests that you can do. Hmm. Like, uh, again, in that Universal Studios game that I played, there was that uh, returning of the cell phone thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ishtola's there somewhere. Just, like, really connect all the, the gold is saucers. Is it Ishtola, or is it, like... Meteor? Alphano. <laughs> it could be the twins. We could have just... Yeah, two, Alphano uh, and Alice. We could just have two pairs of other Final Fantasy siblings just running around the park. Uh, and, uh, Vaughn slash Penel get very confused. They're like, oh, weren't you just over there? <laughs> no, that's... <laughs> See, we've got the pointy ears. We're different. <laughs> and, like, with the ambigu- uh, ambiguous... Well, I meant the, uh, I meant between Alphano and Alice both looking similar. Oh, very much. Yeah, especially if it's, like, a Rome Reborn Alphano and Alice, because they're literally wearing mirrored outfits of each other. It's, like, very confusing. <laughs> you have to you have to tell them apart by which hip they have their um, Arcanist grimoire on, mm-hmm. and they're At speaking least until voice. Alpha No gets his space guns. Mm. He 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 learns how to build gunpla, and then he uses that as a weapon. <laughs> All right, we need a name. Uh, well, okay, do we want to come up with a name for the Flying City? Or are we just calling it, like, Gold Saucer? What if we call it the Crystal Saucer? I like Crystal Saucer a lot. Because I think Crystal... Because then, then it could be, like, Final Fantasy twelve Crystal Saucer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> so should we include the Final Fantasy twelve part or no? Yes. 
Okay. That's... I wasn't sure if you just wanted it to be Final Fantasy Crystal Saucer. No, I think it's, it's even if like we have like a, a Ramza and Alma and Elfino and Alize cameo, this is still a Final Fantasy twelve property specifically. Yeah, if this uh was like we got like the protagonists of all of the Final Fantasies in a minigame collection to play Mario Party, then it would be That would be Dissidia Dissidia Party. Mm-hmm. Dissidia Crystal Saucer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um Alright. I'm gonna stop the timer and type this up real quick. Alright. Look at us. Is this like the first proper like direct sequel spinoff we've done for a Final Fantasy game? Is this the first Final Fantasy game we've done? It is. That's what I thought. Yeah, because we've done a lot of things that are like inspired or reference. This is our first proper Final Fantasy. God, I wish I could draw. I just, I want to get like the like the stock picture of Fran, or not stock, but like the iconic concept art of her with her bow, but then like draw a funny visor and like a fanny pack on her. Oh, what's um Balthier's goofy thing? Um, Balthier's goofy thing is. I feel like Balthier's too cool. <laughs> is the thing. <laughs> He wears, um, a new ring. It's not goofy. It's just a cosmetic for you to put on him. No, he uh, he gets one of those novelty souvenir cups because it has free refills. And he's slowly getting more and more drunk over the course of the, <laughs> the story. It's like, the soda doesn't taste any good anymore. It's gotten all flat. Uh, please finish this off so I can refill it. <laughs> right. Okay. So, Final Fantasy XII, Crystal Saucer, a Flying City minigame collection. The Kingdom of Robinastra is in need of Nethesite, so Ash and the crew of Final Fantasy XII leave to investigate a flying city that is said to be rich with it. Upon arrival, they discover that the city is actually a theme park, and they must split up to win Nethesite from various Final Fantasy-inspired minigames, such as platforming it by a toppling tower of cactuars or a rail shooter featuring various enemies from the game series. Yay! Final Fantasy XII is uh, a good video game, if you ask me. Yeah, I should, I should hook up my PlayStation Four and finish it. Now that um, now that they've added um, license board resetting for all the versions of the game, and not just the Switch version. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, let's do some plugs. You can find the show on Twitter at rnggcast, and you can send us emails to rnggpodcast at gmail dot com. Um, email us about your favorite uh, theme park stuff. Mm-hmm. Crash. I am on Twitter at CrashWings14. You can find me there talking. I don't think I've been talking a lot. Most just retweeting. And, you know, that's okay. Um, yeah. Uh, where are you online, Cassidy? You can find me on Twitter at MadLobotanist. It's M-A-D-L-O-B-O-T-A-N-I-S-T. And you can find all the podcasts that I've guested on and that I do over on my website, which is at madlobotanist.neocities.org, which is the same as my Twitter handle, .neocities.org. I think that's it. Mm-hmm. Oh, did we want to talk about... Because we didn't do the, uh, like, what we've been doing this week segment at the start. Did we want to do a little bit of that, like, at the end yeah, here? Let's, let's hit it up a little bit right now, real quick. Um, If you want to start... 
mostly to see if i've taken my meds mostly i just want to talk about the the pokemon project we've started because i feel like that's like probably one of the most interesting things i've done this week <laughs> it is pretty good yeah so um Cass and i've been going back and forth and back and forth about doing a pokemon randomizer um and i have the the, the program that does like all the shuffling and the whatnot and i i've done some challenges before where like i think i've really like pushed the randomizer to its limits like doing things like you know a pokemon will just evolve into something completely different and i i they're fun but they don't have a lot of sticking power for me when you add like that many settings so cassie and i put our heads together to come up with a set of parameters that like has like a bit of randomness like we've shuffled like wild encounters to kind of match similar strength monsters together but like you know like the first route had like phoebus in the grass and stuff like that um update on my medicine i thought i had taken it uh because i was counting it out and then there was one that was hiding underneath my keyboard mm. so i had not taken it okay definitely taking that now yeah <laughs> um but then so we, we we decided that we were gonna do um a pokemon omega ruby randomizer mm-hmm. uh, uh, with some additional uh things because i like the concept of a nuzlocke i don't want to uh do a nuzlocke really yeah permadeath is not something i'm very interested in poking pokemon like it just it's not something i like playing with but i do like the idea like the concept of like having be- to switch up your team mm-hmm. yeah being a little bit looser and like um kind of restricting myself to using the first thing i see on a route like um because i i tend to be a little weird with pokemon sometimes like i get very in my head about like team building and like you know raising like a good like well-balanced you know squad but if i'm doing you know i have to use the first thing i see on a route like i feel like that kind of forces me to take it a little bit easier and just kind of like have fun with like the hand that i'm dealt Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, uh, the rules for what we're doing here are, uh, first Pokemon of the area, no dupes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, very simple stuff. Nicknames, obviously. We're playing with set, because mm-hmm. I think that set is good. It's very, it adds a little bit of challenge to a game that's usually pretty easy. Mm-hmm. It's also all double battles. Oh yeah, that, it's also all double battles, which by is, the way. Which Except is so- for wild Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's something that the the randomizer can just do. It, uh, it does break the text when you try to talk to a trainer directly, but if they see you, they will say their words like normal. Yeah, I think that's uh, my thing is I, I tend to talk to trainers to start fights a lot of the time because mm-hmm. I don't want to like sit and like wait around for them to approach me. So I tend to just see a lot of broken text. Yeah, and you'll see broken text if you try to talk to them afterwards, or you'll see text that says. Um, fighting with two at a time is interesting isn't it or something like that is it mm. a, like a quote from someone other character i think that's supposed to say that yeah um, um and then the big thing here is the retirement clause mm-hmm. which is something that i've come up with that is similar to a nuzlocke in some ways but like after a major battle you retire one of your team members to your pc to go chill on pokemon island mm-hmm um, major battles in this uh, we have decided are every gym battle mm-hmm. so every time you beat a gym leader um 
every time you fight the main antagonist of the enemy team. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in this case, it was just Maxi. Yeah. Um, I feel like at other games, I would include more of the uh, the general fights, but you fight Maxi a couple times in this. And, you yeah. Know, there's, there's already enough. Hoenn is paced uh, kind of like, all right, you're doing this thing, and then there's a gym right after. Mm-hmm. So... Um, the Lily Cove rival fight, because there's not a gym there. Mm-hmm. And then the post-game rival fight after you do the Elite Four. I think, you know, like Elite Four, I guess you could probably also count uh, doing all of that and fighting the champion as one. Mm-hmm. But there's already a thing going on with that, which is the one last riot clause, which is we decided that for the Elite Four slash championship run, you can assemble your team out of including uh, people you've put in retirement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it kind of um, gives you a, a fun chance to be like, okay, I, I put you, I put you in retirement early because I knew you were going to be good for the late game, but I just didn't feel like dealing with you just being on my squad, taking up space. Mm-hmm. Um, I was probably going to be trying to lean more towards like, okay, you've learned a, re- you've earned a retirement here, mm-hmm. kind of thing. It's harder to do with that first gym battle though. Yeah. Um, I'm playing with an optional rule, personally, of I'm not catching anyone once I have a full team. Mm-hmm. Um, my Pokemon box is only for retirees. I'm not going to put anyone else in a box if they don't, uh, you know, I'm not going to catch people to put them in a ball if they're, I don't have a reason to use them. Yeah, and my brain that thinks about game mechanics is like, catch something on every route, because you might, you like, you never know what you can get, and I want options. Mm-hmm. I mean, I might, I might still play with the, um... Like, for the one last hurrah, still only pulling from my retirement box. So if I never use something from my, like, um, because I think I'm just calling it my bench, like the Pokemon Mm -hmm. card game. So if you never went from the bench to my team to retirement, then I might just not include you in the roster for my final Elite Four team. Why does Skitty have an asterisk next to it? Because that's something I've retired. Okay. I, that, that's for that too. that's for me. I, <laughs> okay. But yeah, so like we have like a, a whole like a Google Doc that we've been, you know, we wrote the rules out on. I made a table for like all the potential like encounters for roots. We talked Charlie into playing with us, so we've got one person playing with one of each of the starters, which is oh, kind yeah, of a fun starters. system. I, I posted a picture on my Twitter about what starters we had. It mm. was a it was a pedov. Or a P-Dove, uh, a Lillipup, and a Gotharita. Yeah, yeah, I picked Gothita because um, I know too much about meta, like, meta battling and double battles. And I was like, oh, Gothitelle is very good for doubles. I'm getting her. And also just, like, I love the design of that Pokemon. It's I've never actually gotten to use her in, like, an actual, like, playthrough of a game. Um... So I, 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 yeah, I called that really early. <laughs> I picked uh, uh, Lillipup because Stoutland is a friend. Mm-hmm. Stoutland is powerful. Stoutland's also like super versatile as a Pokemon. Like you could really yeah. do a lot of fun stuff with him. Oh, also, I should say that we're playing with the um, full HM compatibility. So that way, uh, for example, with my rules. I could get into a position where I literally can't progress because I don't have a Pokemon that can use an HM. Yeah, yeah. So instead, it's just we can teach HMs to anybody. Yeah, which we... means that I have an illegal why not. <laughs> yeah, I, I, 
I've done it in the past where I've messed with like move pools and like TM compatibilities and like what the TMs are. But I, I feel like with all the other extra rules we're adding on top of the randomizer, I was like, we should just leave move pools alone. Mm-hmm. Like, but I, HMs are useful. Yeah, the, the HM compatibility, I feel like, is a good um, middle like, ground. Yeah, prevention for like just being completely like stuck just i'm i'm still super happy about my illegal why not oh but yeah so another like a fun thing we're we're trying to do i don't know if we're going to keep up with it the whole time but we're trying to one keep pace with each other so like once you've completed a gym like take some time off and wait for everybody else to complete it but also we've been trying to battle each other after like each gym so like cassie and i have finished the first badge and we we fought yes, last who, night uh turned out to be a fighting gym instead of a rock gym <laughs> so i had the advantage there with my psychic starter but <laughs> i made it work i survived yeah um but then we went from that and we did uh, uh pvp with each other which is really cool since we're you know we are playing on an emulator but um citra has like a really robust um public rooms that you can connect to to like mm-hmm. link with each other uh so we just did that we challenged each other to a fight it was like really responsive and nice i don't know if that's if if that's just citra being like well put together or if it's just pokemon's not something that really requires like intense you know yeah inputs. it's not like real-time stuff it's mm-hmm. you know it's turn-based so like if there is like a, a hiccup there you're not going to notice it mm-hmm. but like you know neither of us disconnected or dropped connection which i was worried about um yeah, I, it, it I felt smooth and the the fight was like really fun it was a one oh like i was down to one pokemon to cassidy's uh zero i won but like yeah if if i didn't set up well for the late game i feel like you could have taken me like very easily yeah i, I definitely i made a lot of mistakes uh early on of just like trying to focus on one pokemon that kept getting swapped out and i kept picking the wrong pokemon to focus on i should have <laughs> focused on your gothita earlier yeah i have a lot of good support pokemon and a lot of very like hard hitters that um the support pokemon are there to support mm-hmm. and, and so my brain was like oh i'll take out a support pokemon and then you swapped it out for a different support and like, well, i'm yeah. still getting hit by all of this damage yeah one of the things i did really early on was i i have a happening on my my team and uh she's got echoed voice so i'm just sitting there using echo like clicking echoed voice yeah. for like six turns in a row and it's building damage and building damage and like Every couple of turns, I'm able to helping hand and boost the damage, and that really was doing with some work. I was, I was, I was very proud of that play. But then, like, mm-hmm. you were like, "Okay, but momentum's in my corner now." And then you took like four of my Pokemon in a row. Take down a <laughs> powerful move. Yeah, I, I always like, I never want to use take down because it's inaccurate and it's got recoil. But like, you took out like three of my Pokemon with just take out, which is really. W- impressive to watch yeah i managed to like almost two shot uh, the gym leader's girder with takedown it was mm. great but yeah i don't know it's just like i think we were we were talking about this last night it's like it's really fun to play pokemon alongside a friend just in general mm-hmm. and then, like, I, i've wanted to do something like this for a while of just like playing against someone yeah in this like rival style way mm-hmm. and like i like that um because the random i feel like the randomizer is a nice equalizer like i have i feel like i'm confident in saying i have a little bit more competitive pokemon experience than like you and charlie but Mm -hmm. 
because I am dealing, I am trying to play with the hand that I'm given with the randomizer, I feel like that puts us on a lo- equal or more equal like playing field, mm-hmm. which is fun for me. Um, I am excited to fight Charlie whenever C is uh, able to catch up. Yeah, I'll need to like ask Charlie if C even has Citra. Yeah, <laughs> I might need to. <laughs> but I I can recommend playing Pokemon on Citra, just in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can recommend playing Oras mostly. It's like a little uh, a little hitchy here and there. Yeah, um, but mostly fine. It's mostly cutscenes or when there's like a script trying to be pulled. Mm-hmm. Or like something that it's definitely like doing for the first time. You can tell that the game's like, oh, shit, let me access this part of my memory. And like it has to think about it. But like once you've done it for the first time, it goes pretty smoothly after that. But yeah, it's. I think that's like one of the highlights of my week as far as like games that I've played. <laughs> It's like it's it's so exciting and fun for me that it, it is a little bit hard to like wait for other people to catch up. But I feel like that is part of the fun is like playing it with somebody or with some people and like waiting for each other and like making sure you're hitting like the same like beats as each other is is making it fun as well. Yeah, I might uh, do a little bit and like finish that like rust rust turf tunnel stuff. Mm-hmm. So that way I can at least like get my team back up to six yeah while we wait but yeah i i have started the um post gym battle like the event sequence of like i think uh magma is like harassing another devon core person like yeah. i i have started that sequence but i haven't finished it because that leads to mr briny and duford so mm-hmm. try not to I believe get... that sequence goes that uh Someone stole a Devon parcel and mm-hmm. took me to a tunnel, but they couldn't get through the tunnel. I need to go beat him up. Mm-hmm. And then Devon Core is like, oh, uh, we can. In the original games, it's like we give you the thing that lets you call people. And then. Yeah, the Poke Gear. And then we're also going to make you be our delivery person. Go go to mm-hmm. a cave and give this to Steven. Steven. <laughs> and then another one to um, Steel Perk. Or whatever it's called. Slateport? Slateport. Yeah. The one that has the music that I like. Mm-hmm. Slateport's going to be exciting for uh, Happiny users, because I didn't have Happiny with an my Oval Happiny Stone. My Happiny came with an Oval Stone, but I've benched my Happiny for the time being. It has been <laughs> retired. Yeah. I, I think I think that like definitely makes sense, but oh god, Chansey's, Chansey and Blissey's going to be very good for the Elite Four. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm gonna be probably riding the Azumarill tra- train for a bit. Yeah, once I get there. Does did yours have a uh, huge power for its ability? It did. It has huge <sighs> power. See, mine's mine's thick fat, which puts it in a lot more of like the support special attack spectrum. So does that is huge power like visible in the stats, or is no. it like uh, okay. it, it? It is a one point five multiplier on top of that stat. Okay, I'll have to wait for it to get uh, attack moves that aren't tackle then. Mm-hmm. Because right now it's like, well, tackle's just, even with the boost, isn't as good as bubble beam. Mm-hmm. And, like, on unfortunately, one of the best um, moves for Azumarill is an egg move, and we don't really have access to egg moves because of this challenge. Yeah. 
But I wish Azumarill got Aqua Jet baseline. Oof. It's it's so nasty. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I can make something work with strength. Yeah. You also, um, Oras changed Azumarill's moveset, so you get play rough really early. Mmm, good. And then you just kind of have to wait for waterfalls, the waterfall HM, to get, like, that. Or, no, you get Aqua Tail. So you'll have Aqua Tail, um, play rough, and, like, strength to play with. Mm-hmm. Meryl's tail glowing uh, is something that I really like. I just, I really like the look of Gen 6. Gen mm-hmm. 6 is my friend. Yeah. Does Slugma have, like, the sort of, like, texture that it has in Gen 6 and Gen 8? Is Slugma even in Gen 8? I don't, I don't... Well, it is now. Oh, okay. Because they, uh, didn't they open it up to, like, okay, now you can just bring everybody in? Mm-mm. No, there's still some, some mods that are missing. Really? Mm-hmm. Even after the, um... Mm-hmm. Well then, okay, that explains... Yeah, it's not in Gen 8 then. Yeah, it's it's very strange and weird. There's, yeah, you were just still missing some Pokemon. Hey, why did Slugma get slightly paler in Gen 7? I I don't know. The 3D games just look very des- desaturated to me in general. Gen Let's... 6 is slightly more saturated. But mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think like, se- I'm just looking at Sun and X like side by side for Slugma, and it's like a very slight more desaturation. I wanna, I want to say that Seven has more of a lighting engine on the models, but I don't know if that's true. It's been a minute since I've actually played Gen Gen Seven. Okay, well, I'm gonna. That could be it because I'm gonna. That that I would also explain why colors get messed up. Yeah. So like, here's the back sprite for uh, X, very small. Hmm. Um, and the back sprite for Gen 7. And you can see yeah, there's a there's a significant di- difference in the lighting, mm-hmm. which I think is actually kind of broken. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not rendering correctly. <laughs> but, like, you know, that would explain why, like, if the, the shadows are, like, baked in on the X and Y models versus the mm-hmm. Which, honestly, I kind of prefer it baked in. Yeah. Which... Yeah. I don't know, gents, I think sometimes I can be really hard on the 3D models, and I definitely do miss the sprites a lot, but I think Gen 6, like, I think, Gen 6 and Gen 8, I feel like, are my favorite 3D games, as far as, like, looks go. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, I've never really seen the Gen 2 sprites of Slugma, because to me, Slugma feels like a Gen 3 Pokemon, because I only ever really saw it in Gen 3. Mm-hmm. On account of where it was found. And on account of, in Gen 2, they hit it for the, po- for, like, until the post-game, which is Yeah, dumb. that's what I meant. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just looks real bad in Gen 2, huh? <laughs> it really got a glow-up for Gen 3. Mm-hmm. Ugh, good old, good old Slugma. I, I am stopping myself from saying the, the crass thing that one can say with Slugma. But... <laughs> because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> in in the randomizer there have been like i want to say like three trainers already that have that just no- yeah double nothing slugma yeah where they just have two slugma and like catching meryl was a real like gift because bubble is uh a spread move and i would just I would do, because I've got a Tyrogue on my team, so I've got Tyrogue and Meryl. Tyrogue using Helping Hand to buff Meryl and just, like, spread bubble damage and just take them out. 
There was the one trainer with the double why not. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why not is in the early pool. And Shadow Tag is hard to deal with. Yeah, and so the fucking worst part about that is that I had two Pokemon out that uh, didn't necessarily have the best damage. Yeah, um, I and was... they kept losing damage because they both kept using Charm. Yeah, I think I was locked into two physical attackers because I think it was like... I think I was locked into Tyrogue and Happiny. I was Sentra and Happiny. Yeah, and my Happiny didn't have that good voice at that point, I think. Yeah, mine doesn't, so probably not. Or maybe it just learned it, I don't remember. But yeah, uh, Pokemon Challenge is fun. We'll we'll talk about it more next week, hopefully. Pokemon Gen 3 is fun, and so Gen 6 being Gen 3 again uh, is also fun. Mm-hmm. This is making me want to play X and Y again. <laughs> but I could also just do that on hardware. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, have, I have got... Um x and y on my 3ds <laughs> no I, I i think i still just have my uh pokemon y cartridge yeah i i misplaced my x cart i think that's like one of the few carts that i don't have anymore i lent my copy to my sister which means that i no longer have the box for it because she lost the box for it mm. Anyways, uh, that's it. This is it for Pokemon Talk. We could talk about Pokemon for all fucking day. Mm. uh, Because we did that one time and I didn't go to bed until four. (laughs) Because we were talking about Pokemon the whole time. Mm. Maybe we should do that again, but for like a bonus episode for the Digital Cryptids feed, which I haven't talked about before. So this is like a subtle reference to that existing. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to talk about it any further. I mean, I am always down for talking more about the franchise that I love and am a little bit frustrated by. You will get Lava on on the call. Mm-hmm. I know they haven't touched Gen 8, really. Honestly, that's smart. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, bye. Bye. Good luck. Have fun. <laughs> I forgot that that was our sign-off. Yeah, we have one. <laughs>